Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 24th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm uh, I'm doing all right. I'm I'm ready for Thanksgiving and uh, you know, just Wait, wait, wait. It's Friday, November 24th. What are you talking about? What do you mean you're ready for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I guess I, I'll I'm you have a I'm good done meal? with Thanksgiving. <laughs> I had a great meal. We're recording this on Wednesday. You know, I think you know, I think we have a, a babysitter secured for tonight. Well, I'll biggest a, bar night of the year. Take a I'm full swing at it. Like act like gonna you're 20. Go, yeah. Gonna go out. I'm ready. Ready for a full swing. We've got right. uh, we've got, you know, limited obligations on Thanksgiving Day. We just have to make some sweet potatoes. <laughs> and we're going to do that. It. I don't know. I don't know. That's I think that's that's not really a, a me problem. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. So as you can imagine, we are recording this early Thanksgiving week. I apologize. We weren't going to record Thanksgiving night for your regular Friday episode. That was not yeah. going to happen. But well, it might um, might have. We we could have. You know. Yeah, I suppose. Just uh, just we back away from family. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Backed away from we family. We were truly obligation. committed. I have to say, I, I'm feeling. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like we might get time off this holidays. Why? With our year in review pace? Our year in review pace? We're going to be all the way to the players, and it's not even Thanksgiving. All right. Take it easy. We're not getting to the players. I think we're getting to Bay Hill. Oh, Bay Hill. Bay Hill. You're disrespecting Arnold. Oh, my gosh. Just disrespect. Arnold disrespect. You're just jumping ahead to the players like they try to jam you, showing guys arrive at the the range. That's the thing. On Saturday of the Bay Hill, it's already players week. Can I make an analogy? This Christmas stuff, and look, I don't, I'm not even getting into this. I don't want it's a talking point. Putting Christmas decorations out ahead of Thanksgiving is disrespecting one of the best holidays of the year in the same way disrespecting Arnold Palmer's event is by showing players featured groups arriving. We got to stop. We got to stop with embracing Christmas anytime before Thanksgiving. All right. I've just, we're not going to go down this debate, but that's the same way you're disrespecting Mr. Palmer. Uh, okay, let's get to this Friday episode. We're going to discuss some current events as they are on Wednesday, the 22nd. Then we'll do uh, we'll do some year interview part two. This will be a quick part. We're doing three events. Maybe it's not quick, but we're only covering three events. We're getting through the West Coast swing um, and into the start of the ONDA, RIP ONDA Classic in our year interview process. Um, current events. Jordan Spieth takes Roy McIlroy's spot on the pack. He's taking the policy board chair, uh, policy board seat. Um, I don't know how, I don't know what these processes are for this. I don't think it was election. I don't think it was, I, is it the board that elects them? It's like, Speed, you're a big name. You're in, you have uh, some responsibility now. And so he's taking over for Rory. Any reaction to this? Well, I think there's just a natural joke here. I feel like uh, what, what type of player is he, is he, 
is he representing? You know, they they like to get oh, you know cross section of, of types of players, and they you know replace Rory, one of the superstars of the sport, with just a guy. He's replacing. He's representing Lantos of the world, the voice of Lanto and, and others at the middle of the pack. All right. I I that, I had to I had to get that as soon as I saw the news I thought that, um, but in in all seriousness I think this is uh, I I don't know like Speed doesn't really talk publicly about issues um, to me he, he always has seemed like a very level headed individual um, and I think uh, I think he's a good person to have on on as a replacement maybe somebody that might mimic like i don't know you know and i could be wrong but like maybe somebody that might mimic um rory in the sense that he thinks beyond just himself which is very hard to find in professional golf yeah he he does seem well i don't know we can't just we're, we're judged by a book by its cover he does seem friendly with like a very wide-ranging folks right mm-hmm. maybe he does acknowledge lanto's existence on the range um he seems level-headed in a way that is very uh, diametric to his his play and his, his just emotions on the course, the roller coaster that is. But he does seem pretty uh, chilled out about a lot of things. Uh, maybe that's wrong, though. We don't know him very personally. So, uh, but yeah, he seems like level headed and disciplined in a way, right? Because we don't hear from him a lot. He's not popping off about this, that, or the other, which again is <laughs> the opposite of his game. Very disciplined. So um, he's going to have to. He's going to have to deal with. Uh... With Pat Cantley, you know, maybe I don't. Who knows? Well, I thought Pat Cantley's term was expiring. I think I, I don't know. He's no longer with uh, the Goldman Sachs. Done. The hat's gone. Uh, I just I've, the I've amount of the, interest. There might in be a there might just, be a large large um, financial publication that's looking into the the sponsorship dollars spent on Pat Cantley's hat. Really. This is investigative reporting now, going into how much is hearing does it cost hearing and- rumors, hearing oh. rumors that they're they're attempting to substantiate a rumor, a long-standing rumor in the financial world of what what Goldman was paying for that hat sponsorship. I want to know what Dewalt got for the side panel, the power tool, what they're spending. Um, we'll get to that here in our year interview part two. Uh, so that's your their policy board update. Elsewhere in the world of golf, Liv has released its schedule as of Wednesday. Brooksy, they were weren't gonna, uh, they weren't gonna, uh, you know. He put the heat on him. He he didn't. (laughs) They didn't release a full schedule because they because of his. uh, I know. There's one. There's one entry for April fifth through seventh that just says USA. Uh, she leaves the doors, uh, leaves a lot of doors open, a lot of options. Apparently, they're maybe not going to the Crooked Cat again. That's the Crooked Cat spot last year, that pre-Masters weekend. Uh, but it just says USA, presumably somewhere in the southeastern United States ahead of the Masters. But who knows? Liv, well, let's just run through it. It's it's mostly full, not all the way. We're going Mayakoba, Vegas, Las Vegas Country Club, that is. Then over to Saudi Arabia. Is that for, the uh, old TPC Las Vegas? I don't know. I don't know. It says Las Vegas Country Club. I know. I think it's the historic, the the historic CC they got there, uh, in the heart of Vegas. They're okay, gonna shoot TPC Las Vegas under. still exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna shoot fifty under at that thing. Um, Hong Kong. Does it matter? Does it really matter? Can we? No, no. 
No. Like, but I'd say it's old historic course. They're just going to crush it. They're going to rip it. Um, I played and, I played Olympic Club yesterday. And, yeah. you know, I, Gil did a nice job there. And it's just like a lot better. But the greens are bigger. It's easier. It's like it, it's not as hard. And I just like already am like bracing myself for like the the debate. Oh, look what they did. They made this course easy. You they know, took the teeth out of it, defanged yeah. it for it's the like, US oh, Open type. So you can yeah. actually hit a fairway there because you could actually <laughs> the conceivably hit hit a fairway. <laughs> it's now, you know, too easy. The greens are bigger. So it's like you could conceivably make birdies. It's it's bad, you know. It's it's just score is just such a stupid, stupid thing to judge. Or why are we making birdies though? Too is it because Bryson is a self-correcting driver? Like he talked about at Greenberg. There's a bunch of different causes and reasons for anger or or not anger in that subject. Uh, Saudi Arabia, Hong Kong, USA, April fifth or seventh. Then we're going to Adelaide, Singapore, Golf Club or Country Club of Houston, and the Grove are new. So we go. Houston and Nashville on the country country music swing in June. The Grove. Yeah, the Grove, which I believe has a Corn Ferry Tour event or had a Corn Ferry Tour event. I don't know if that's going to be what's going on there. Did they get a conflicting event release at the Grove? Um, you presumably want a little, they got paid a ton of money, a couple million to host, and the KFT probably does not pay a couple million to host, would be my guess. Tinfoil hat, you know? Yep, yep. Is Jake Kokrak paving the way for Chase Rice to get a to get a, uh, a concert at at the, at the Nashville event? Is that what he's is what he was doing on the on the? Oh, dancing? he was a brokering. Yeah. Bro- well, I uh, yeah yeah I don't know. Yeah, Big J. There was another venue in the running for that spot that would have been even more relevant to Big J's interests. Um, so we're going to Houston and then the Grove. Uh, so the USA in June, then to Spain and the UK in July around the Open Championship, Greenbrier in August, and then TBD on individual, TBD on team championship. So I think that's notable. They've moved away from Jeddah for the individual title there at the end of the year. I don't know where uh, they're moving to, and apparently not Doral yet for the team. Could go back, but that's not just that's not just a wait. Thing. Just wait till Jeddah is back on the schedule. Um, one thing I did find notable about this. And others have pointed out they're going right at the PGA Tour big events, whether intended to or not. So Mayakoba <laughs> is against Pebble. It's a bold Vegas, strategy. Vegas is up against Phoenix. <laughs> Hong Kong is against Bay Hill. Houston and Memorial. Nashville Travelers. These are all signature events. Andalusia is against the Scottish. And then Greenbrier is against the playoff. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven kind of primo PGA Tour events that they're up against. That's that's the majority of their schedule. So I, I don't know if that matters. I think like... I honestly like don't, think it, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it matters. I think that it... I would say that it probably... The tour's building those events to fit well in cadence with the majors, right? And I'm guessing yeah. that they're matching that so that their right. guys aren't playing weeks that they don't want to play, right? right. They're trying to match the... Hey, they're building a schedule around players' desires for like how to build a schedule going into the majors, and mm-hmm. and that's what I would I would re- read more into rather than because their ratings are going to suck whether they're going against right you know yep. uh, Punta Cana or Butterfield, right? Or I think they are what they are. 
Yeah, yep. like nobody watches the CW. You know, nobody's yep. downloading the CW app except for depraved individuals like myself. What if they have John Rahm on their tour? Would more people do that? That's uh, it's an interesting question. I think uh, there's a lot of smoke right now. Um, a lot of smoke. A lot of smoke in all directions, quite honestly. The amount of text messages and stuff. I, I, we can't just run through them all. I, time, I don't think time will knows. only tell. <laughs> I don't think... I think John Rahm and those like incredibly close to him know where he's at. And I think maybe where he's at is debating it or listening or thinking about it and, you know, not really sold, but needs this to happen. Then maybe he would do it, that kind of thing. So a lot of people speaking with clarity, which, which honestly breeds a lot of rumor mongering. So that's what's going on. Um, And, but it's, I think there's real smoke around it. I don't think Um, that means he's gone. And I think there's, just in general with with Ram, um, someone cl- fairly close to Ram once told me, John doesn't know what John wants. It, it changes every day. Right. And you kind of hear that sometimes in his statements where he'll like go back and forth on things and, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, so I think this is probably a pretty fluid uh, situation where he's got a lot of hesitations, but obviously there is seemingly a lot of money on the table and this is the point this is the the point that everybody you know this is the important this was why the framework agreement was such a i think um desirable landing spot in a terrible situation for the pga tour because you eliminate your competitor right right like there is no there was a clause in there that the poaching was done Right. And maybe this is a signal that the that of of all things that Piff is out on on that framework agreement. Maybe. I mean, like part of that agreement is technically they're not supposed to be doing this right now. Yes. But, you know, fair play to them. I mean, the, the PGA but Tour it, is clearly listening to other. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, masters, a, that, so. that's the thing is yeah. like. You know, uh, for the for the Patrick Cantlay's uh, of of the PGA Tour that just want leverage to you know to increase their their value and their perceived value in, in the in the game. If you're the PGA Tour and you lose John Rahm, your value is greatly greatly diminished, right? So this was you know this was the value of the of the PIF investment was the potential to wipe away this imminent, like always there threat to your top players. And just as, as we heard in the hearing from Jimmy, I think it was from Jimmy Dunn. If they lose, if they take five guys a year, we're done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a couple of years. And if, if John Rom goes, who else goes, you know, and, and this is like always been the lingering problem right of like if it's such a fragile thing because there's only there's a finite amount of top players who really matter he's one of the people that matter and uh if you're the pga tour you really need to keep him as of this recording um 
you know, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen like today or tomorrow or, or well, a lot of crazy things have happened in golf on Thanksgiving weekend, maybe, as we can maybe, recall. But maybe he's trying to increase his Black Friday shopping budget. <laughs> maybe he's trying to, uh, you know, be able to afford uh, afford more stuff from the Friday Pro Shop. Apparently, there was there were some things last week in Dubai that spooked Euro Tour officials about the potential of him leaving, of, of, of asking around about different things. So I, I I don't know. I think he's probably just listening, thinking about it. But to suggest that it's absolutely no chance would probably be foolish. Um, we'll see. See what happens. Uh, don't think it's that close, but who knows? Maybe it happens on Thanksgiving. Um, elsewhere, the tour, which like honestly. The fact that this is on the table just speaks again to the total, like, like I, I don't know. What's what's going on at the global home? What's happening that we're, this is being, we're being bungled around like this. You're, you, there's a new release today about demanding t- tournaments, improve enhancements. You need cold plunge tubs, tubs available. You need nutrition. You need, uh, you know, wild caught salmon, for, you know, grass fed beef. All this stuff demanding the tour, uh, its events provide a lot more stuff. Um, I don't know. Feels like they got a should focus on John Rom, but I understand maybe that's part of it. They have more porta potties, which was a Rom spe- specific. Oh, I love this. Th- I love this uh, this tweet from Doctor B's. I-, I made a joke about Arnold Palmer having his own cold plunge tub of, of Rolling Rock and Kettle One. He said, charity? No way. Not if it gets in the way of players getting non-GMO wild-caught salmon or courtesy cards. So Josh Carpenter had this memo. It's just a list of, I don't know. So, so there's, a cur- there's a courtesy car clause. I got, this is from an insider. Yeah. So best part about the tour requiring courtesy cars every week now is week one at Sony. Uh, we'll have to pay... Seventy to hundred dollars in nightly parking at Waikiki, and you know everybody in the past just took taxis, and it was yeah, like you're super right. easy it's, and, it's an and cheap. Urban area, yeah. yeah. And and now, so week one, they'll have so, these new clauses, and then they'll bitch, they'll complain about how about they the had park. to spend spend a thousand dollars in parking. So it'll immediately turn negative week one. So this is this is the perfect the perfect perfect example about the tour players is they complain, they they get mad, they get their way, and then week one they'll be like, wait, we don't want these courtesy cars. Like <laughs> and they're mandatory. They're mandatory. That's good. Oh, uh, don't give one to Robert Allenby though. He didn't take a taxi, and he didn't need a, He doesn't need a courtesy car. Don't give. I don't him know that, if you want to give one to Toasty. That'll <laughs> be Toasty's debut. Oh God! I heard the most. Oh, I'll tell you later. We got an incredible <laughs> Toasty tale that we're not allowed to go yet. Yet, incredible. A guy, guy might be my hero. I want to see how this this season plays out, but he might be a hero of mine. The way he approaches life. You know what we need. Started. We yeah. need a sponsor to come on board uh, to, to to buy uh, buy us out as uh, as the Dratty House in Honolulu to go to go track Toasty Week One. Toasty Tracker, Toasty Tracker Week One. Shotgun start hits the road, goes to Honolulu. That's what we need. That's a oh. that's a pie in the sky, you know, sponsorship. Yeah. 
Well, one sponsor we do have that we love and appreciate, especially this holiday season, is Club Champion. Our good friends at Club Champion. Uh, they have us both dialed. PXGs. You got your PXGs, your paradigm. I have my tailor made. I so I was playing I played with somebody yesterday. Uh-huh. And uh literally like the fourth hole, they were like, Man, you hit those irons great. Uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah, I'm a card-carrying troop, but I got dialed in at Club Champion. He also had another comment on, it's just, he's like, you just hit a heavy ball. A heavy ball. And you, you know why? Somebody you know why? Golf, nose ball, too. Yeah. Might have played on might have played on one of the greatest college teams of all time. Uh-huh. And you know why I hit hit a heavy ball? Why? Why? Because I'm optimized. I'm yes. optimized because I went to Club Champion. And I am like, I just like, I go out there and the ball just doesn't move. I, you know, I just hit the ball straight. And it's super repeatable, super consistent round to round because I have the right equipment for me. I went in there with no preconceived notion of what I was going to get. I'm not, you know, I'm not being swayed by, you know, a, a 25 minute fake Carbon documentary. Era. Fake documentary Carbon, that we'll get into. Yep, yep. That yep. that's actually just an infomercial. I'm not. I'm not being convinced by Blocky wearing a raw hat that I need to go to the stealth. What I went in there with was an open mind, and I walked out with equipment that's honestly like made me better. I Let I, the I be your guide. Unbelievable. Yep. I shot like a very good score, and it was the worst I could have shot because I couldn't just I couldn't putt. But like it was more of a speed thing. I hit great putts with my putter. It was just more of a. I finally figured out that the greens were were fast on like the sixteenth hole. But anyways, so this, if you can I also pe- op- peppering flags, peppering flags from uneven lies, and it's all because the ball comes off perfectly every time because the data, all of it. Do not do not go in with preconceived notions. Just go in and say, I want the best equipment for me. This is the I way think, you should be approaching golf equipment. You were peppering flags, so they made it too easy. Bad restoration. The big greens are too big. I think I would have shot I'm the same score regardless of last year's you're course. You're dialed this in. Year's score. Dialed. And you could be dialed in, too, and use the promo code FRIEDEGG. One word, all one word. The promo code is FRIEDEGG. This is their best offer. Like, I, you know, people, you hear that a lot about Black Friday, but we've talked to them. We've nailed this down. This is the best they've done ever Co- promo code friday gets you a hundred dollar full bag fitting or fifty dollars for any other fitting type with a club purchase so you don't need to go you know you don't need to make it rain and get the full bag you know encourage you to do that but you could do a fifty dollar fitting maybe you just want to tweak something one one club fifty dollar fitting for that um if you book you book the fitting by 12 4 now you must do the fitting by one thirty-one. Go in and you get, go put your through your paces and all that by the end of January twenty twenty-four. But you have to book it by Monday twelve four using the promo code all caps or I don't know if caps matters. Just one word: fried egg at clubchampion.com. That gets you a hundred dollar for a full bag fitting or just fifty bucks for any other fitting with the club purchase. All right. Let's get to your review, part two. We pick up with you. You are in, uh, what are you on? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix Phoenix Open. We explained how we do this, your review, in part one. You can go back and listen to that. We alternate. You research an event and then bounce to me. 
Uh, we don't get everything. We we use a fine tooth comb. I swear to God, you know, we spend hours on each event and uh, we're going to miss stuff. So, you know, it's not the most comprehensive and it's not the most serious either. So this is our year interview, sixth well, annual part two. I'd have to what? say it's the most comprehensive. Is anybody else providing a more comprehensive year in review? That's fair. Given the current state of the golf media industry, where it's just aggregating whatever, aggregating and, and uh, golf channel and per- being hollowed out and all this, yeah, and, yeah. Per- and personal personal attempts at, at social media fame. That's that's the that's what I've I've uncovered. And, and so this is the most comprehensive. Sure. All right, we can go with that. All right, but we missed stuff. Go ahead. Do you know uh, we're one week away from full swing? At this yep. point, yep. we're doing full swing thoughts and the Phoenix Open. is just like this year's Phoenix Open was just influencer central. It always is every year. Oh, but this was a Super Bowl. This was a Super oh, yeah. Bowl. It yeah, was right. it that's was right. like it was beyond any any other. You know, it's just like the meeting of of all this, all this stuff coming together. Right. Uh-huh. Was yep. uh, it was just influencer central. Um are we doing full swing thoughts next year? Because we should start recording those. Um, I don't know. Do you want to do it again? I don't know. I don't know if I have it in me. Is there a season two? There's a season two, but I mean, I I don't know if we're gonna get early access based off of full swing <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> I. I mean, what? what? Sorry, we give our honest thought review. Everybody in the media seems to be just. Just thinking, I don't know. It's a good thing. It's a, and we're glad it exists. All right, we'll try to do it again. We'll see. All right, All right, so it's the first designated event of the year. Everybody is pumped. Everybody is is jacked up. And uh, do you know what's go? What event is running opposite um, that has a number of of high profile players in it? I want to. I think I do. I'm just taking a shot here. Was this the Oman one? Yes, yeah, I thought so. So Brooks Neiman right. yeah. are in there. Brooks shoots seventy four, seventy eight, misses the cut. There's a lot of chatter about that. My personal favorite is is Hudson Swafford shoots eighty one. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and in you Oman. and you wonder if he turned a contract year into quiet quitting. <laughs> I don't remember wondering that, but that's good. All right. You uh he he has been he's been exiled from Sea Island and he shoots eighty one. It's understandable why somebody might play really bad after they've been exiled from their home. Um nothing nothing gets the designated event calendar off to such a hot start. It's you know, everybody's talking the top players, it's all the top players, it's all the top players. The waste management Brings in a couple of sponsors exemptions. Number 1669 in the world, Dutch boy, Ricky Barnes. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Mr. Tough to Grass. So one year, one year after the Tuft incident. Yeah. The tough, tough, tough incident. Chuck Hoffman, Sorry, number three, four, 341 in the no OWGR. So right off the bat, people are like, hold on a second. Like this, this can't happen. This cannot be. 
the designated events cannot have these types of sponsors exemptions. Do we know if that's the case for the coming year with the swing five and the next 10? Are there still a There's, couple carve outs for there yeah. are carve outs? And it's like yeah. they had like, um, if you remember, like Taylor Montgomery had gotten off, like he was top 15 ing at every event and yep. so hot. And he's playing in the Monday qualifier and Dutch that's boy right. is in the field. <laughs> All right, big story. If people don't know, go ahead. Huge story, huge story for all the internet pundits out there. The Swilkin patio gets taken down early this week. Content bonanza. You know, I will remember you. You know, crooning over the as the 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 bulldozer digs it up or the digger. Digs it up, yeah. The Saint Saint Andrews had to release a an official statement. This I mean, this is so dumb. God, the exploratory- I love a good internet controversy. <laughs> I love drama. This thing was so dumb that people got this mad about. I I understand that Saint Andrews is a cherished place. All right, go ahead. the exploratory works around the approach to and from the Swilkin Bridge had been undertaken as part of an ongoing attempts to mitigate the issue of significant wear and tear to the turf. Yeah. In, re- in recent years, we've identified and trialed a number of solutions with the primary ambition always to find something that is both adequate for the amount of foot traffic for such a popular co- location whilst being in keeping with the surroundings. So th- this is, this is, it, it is like a, a 300 word statement. I'm not going to read the whole thing. <laughs> But in the coming days, our team will be reinstating the area with turf. So <laughs> then there's pictures of it of it done. One of the uh, one of the one of the highlights of this was uh, was Lumpy. Lumpy got into the yeah. action. Tim Heron he tweeted tweeted out photoshops of like uh, the patio at Twin Stadium, <laughs> the uh, I- patio at the twelfth hole of Augusta, the Almo. <laughs> An art museum. You would have thought they made St. Andrews like a private club and they like closed it off to the public the way this, the, the outrage over this little, the few pieces of stone. A lot of Photoshop opportunities though. People had a bonanza. Okay. A live player, a live player who was not in Oman was actually in Scottsdale. He was testing equipment. Do you remember who this was? Uh, I didn't until you said the testing part. Bryson at Ping, wasn't he? Yes, he was at okay. Ping. And this this led to a, a wonderful... Adam Schupak had a oh, great year. Oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> this I Adam Schupak report. Me. I don't remember the specifics, but I remember it being fabulous. Feed me. Feed me. Oh, on this it, was, it was great. So Bryson and, and Cobra are officially broken up. They they okay. have they've reached okay. Cobra calls it. Cobra calls it this week We're and done. just un, unloads okay. to shoot back. Okay. So a source said that as part of Bryson DeChambeau's live golf contract, the Upstart League had to sign off on equipment deal and allow Cobra to use his likeness from his tournament footage. Liv had uh, a proposal oh. since at least October right. and had been That's unresponsive, right. according to multiple That's sources. Right. So Bryson uses, he's just testing, he's still unhappy about the driver, and he uses a tailor-made driver at the Saudi. And apparently it's the last straw for Cobra, okay. who informed Bryson there would be repercussions if he opted to play the TM driver. 
So Liv just not <laughs> responding to emails though. Liv didn't respond. It's like us not getting there's back money, to people. There's money on the table and they have chosen to just not respond. <laughs> so Ben Showman is the is the is the PGA tour rep for Cobra Puma and and he's he's providing the cannon That's fodder. Yeah, yeah. 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 I wish him all the best, but it's uh but it's going to be a struggle just because of what he wants to do. So uh, and then he goes said Cobra uh, Cobra's uh, Ben Showman, who's who has been at Deshambo's beck and call and bend it over backwards to accommodate his every uh, every request. Showman noted that Deshambo's recent comments to a reporter regarding what he was searching for in a driver also rubbed Cobra officials, which invested heavily in producing oh, gear, especially yeah. for Deshambo, the wrong way. It was such an asinine statement, especially for a guy who's perceived to be all-knowing when it comes to science and physics, <laughs> that he said he needs a driver that can be hit anywhere and everywhere across the face and find a fairway, Shomas said. With increased speed, demand uh, demands increased precision. It's just like a race car. You've got to be a better driver when you're driving at 200 miles per hour than you do at 75 going down I-95. He doesn't believe that. He thinks there's a magic bullet out there. He's looking for a unicorn. <laughs> An executive at one of the big four competitors said, quote unquote, we don't have the manpower to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. He's wailing away at pain down the road. <laughs> This is just like a little bit of history. DeChambeau said he shed tears when the first batch of Cobra single-length irons were presented to him. He put them straight in his bag and commemorated the moment by signing the frosted glass wall in CEO Bob Fillion's uh, office in permanent ink. The day (laughs) the game changed, July 13th, 2016. So that's the end of the Cobra Bryson, you know they they yeah. lasted seven years. They got some it's stuff a- done. Yeah, they got some stuff done. I don't think the single length iron era took off quite in the way he suggested on the frosted wall signature, but they got some stuff done. It was successful. He once said the driver sucks at Royal St George's. You remember that? But I think it sounds like they'd had enough of him. That was good. That was a good story with the background. I remember that. I didn't remember the specifics. God. All right, Live Golf releases new team descriptions, and this is just we just we have a lot of fun with this. I hit this and a horrendous, pebble, horrendous the hype, the horrendous hype video. Oh yeah, <laughs> just awful. I mean, it's like it's terrible. We're I'll be retweeted. Yeah, and, and Bryson's playing like air guitar with his driver or something like that. Yeah, I remember it's, that. It's awful. It's yeah. I'll post it. I I could describe it, but it it wouldn't do it justice. Bubba releases a, a video about the range goats. We, of course, had already broken that the range goats were the team. Bubba releases a video titled Why Range Goats? And it says, I got to go to the range to practice for my team and goat for golfers on a team. He bought. And then Ooh, at the end, he says, Time to graze, right? It's time to graze. Bah. It's time to graze. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, the, the High Flyers uh, releases their video or their logo, which infringes with Fallen Footwear's logo. <laughs> Maybe, may allegedly, may- yeah. And then the the, the, the descriptions were incredible. They're still on the website. I went and checked, so you can you can go back and you can really love all of them. I've I've cut out a couple of them. A clique was a long iron from golf earliest days, but there's no way this team is stuck in the past. This is a team with its eyes firmly on the future, but with an attitude that's all about dominating now. Fireballs, under the leadership of legendary Spanish Ryder Cup star I read this Sergio Garcia. Oh, you read this? Okay. No, I think I read this. Lose a friend and win or win a fr- like something like that, right? I don't know <laughs> why this blood into they'd rather They'd rather lose a tournament than win a friend than That's... lose a friend and win a tournament. That's totally what Sergio's all about. Just... The, the Crushers, there are no half measures with the Crushers. As the name suggests, they're all about boldness and confidence. They're here to win. They're here to show the rest of the world how it should be done. That's right. When Bryson, Bryson and his boys are on the tee, class is in session. They ended up winning the team championship. <laughs> this is a team that isn't just thinking outside the box. It's crushing the box, then building a better one. <laughs> because, <laughs> I like because, that. Because while there's no such thing as perfection, the quest for greatness never ends. All right, I'll leave I'll leave it at that. No more crushing of those. A, I like that. That's crushing a box and building a better one. All right, let's get into the tournament. Let's get into uh, the the Scottsdale. So Scheffler wins. He shoots 65 on Sunday. Retook number one in the world from Rory. Uh, he enters the pancake zone. The final group was Scotty and Rom and Nick Taylor. And I mean, like, you talk about the the setup of this, like, of the, the whole premise of these designated events, which, like, I think we've strayed a little bit from you know, as anything, like the players got more and more into the event, the the structure, but like the in the original premise coming out of Delaware, we need to get the top players together and play because we need the top players going at it more and more. And this this first one delivers Scotty and Rom, two of the top three players in the world, in the final group. Rom didn't play, didn't have his stuff on Sunday. Nick Taylor actually makes five birdies on the front nine and really battles Scheffler. Like he kind of like he was really in it till the end. He, he had a questionable layup uh, on 15 that everybody's like, wait, why'd you do? Why'd you lay? If oh, you want to yeah. beat, if you want to yeah. beat Scheffler, you got to go for it. That's um, right. But anyways, it was a great event for Nick Taylor. He might've been playing for the points to be completely honest. He takes home like 2 million for his effort, <laughs> finishes second. Um, in general, like the the whole optimism coming out of this event was so yeah. so high. It was a it was a huge breath of fresh air, evolution, advancement of the of the product, and it feels like you know we're one year later basically now. It feels like we've kind of gone backwards with with the designated events for next year with the no cut. The you know this this had competition. Um, you know, and, and really was like, hey, let's just get the best players together for 72 holes and of of like tour play and good things happen. And I think that generally played out throughout the year um, with mm-hmm. designated events. And this was the start of that. 
So um, Xander makes news for a scummy drop during the third round. Oh, yeah. What happened? He got like a second opinion or something. It was a tree so his, his ball was right behind a tree. Like okay. he's chipping out a, okay. a, a rules. Uh, so he's trying to, he's trying to say that he's standing in a burrowing animal hole. Oh, that's right. Okay. This is absurd. Absurd. So he absurd claim. The first official says, no, he gets a second official to come over, gives them the drop. Xander makes a birdie and literally he makes another birdie. I think two holes later. And at the time, he's tied for the lead. Ah, oh, I don't remember that specific that he was in the hunt. But he said he had yeah. a foot and a stand. A foot a, was in a burrowing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he 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 goes from directly behind a tree, and this is like you know, gambling communities like what the hell? This is yeah. bullshit. Um, Ken Tackett came on and was like, tons of guys are getting drops for that. It's like what? Ten Tackett. Yep. Yep. And uh, and and I think like Immelman made like kind of a swipe at it, like what a what a what a break, you know, really yeah, took advantage yeah. of that break. Yeah. Um, Spieth hit like an insanely great bunker shot. Greller, I I tweeted about this uh, I last that. night. Yeah. I, Greller called it the best bunker shot he's ever seen Jordan hit. It was like a sixty yard. He was in like the short right bunker on sixteen. Seven. 17? 17, 17, 17. Yep. And yep. it was to the back, le- a back left pin, that awesome back left pin on that green hits this like shot to like 12 inches. It was an impossible shot. Uh-huh. Greller calls it the best bunker shot he's ever seen Jordan hit. And somehow there is no taping of it from CBS. None. Like it came mm-hmm. out after, after the round and uh-huh. it was from a, a iPhone camera. And the only reason it hasn't been DMCA'd was that there was no footage of it. No other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so not a good thing. CBS had a good run. CBS had a great Q1. This was a miss, I guess. They didn't have a, have that one. So um, right. at one point, the leaderboard was uh, on on um, on what on Thursday, Thursday was Adam Long. Troy Merritt, Charlie Hoffman, Davis Thompson, and Keith Mitchell. And it was like, what a start to the designated event era. <laughs> Obviously, that changed, but it was just a humorous thing. Sabo was in the field, and he had his ridiculous bag uh, with the clubs oh. on the outside. <laughs> I don't remember that. He brought that to designated events? Yeah, Jeez, he brought that great. to brought that to, to the waste management. Um, <laughs> Augusta National releases the new yardage for the 13th hole, which was okay. big catnip, four, 545 okay. yards. Uh-huh. Um, the USGA, I don't know if you remember this. It's a big week for the USGA. They, there's a big cross promotion with the Super Bowl. Do you remember what it was? <laughs> <laughs> was it the like Tahoma 31 or the tip? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so they're yeah. uh, leading into the Super Bowl. They're just touting how they've been uh, integrally involved with the turf. This huge development for turf grass, like the field Tahoma 30, 31. And the big story from the Super Bowl is the slippery turf. I mean, big. That was the players. 
But wasn't that the sod father, yeah, I mean, the groundskeeper, just <laughs> covered it in paint and it got too slippery? I thought that was the sod father's I mean, fault. It, the Tahoma 31, the turf is like slippery turf is is trending on Twitter. And leading into the Super Bowl, the USGA is pounded, like just talking. It, it just talked about all night, yeah. all night long. They get Something- ratioed. Right. Yeah. They got like ratioed for it. Like you guys are responsible for all like this <laughs> the most watched TV program in history. And these, the game is like this becomes a main story. All right. It's just like so quintessential. What happened? Like this, the, it's, it's just like the USG has these great intentions. And then this stuff always happens to them. It's just like unbelievable. Um, I put too much paint on it. It wasn't the grass. All right. Go ahead. So. Lydia Coast number one in the world, and she fires her caddy. And this is a couple months after firing uh, Sean Foley for logistical reasons. What? Yeah, I don't remember that. Okay, all right. So I just I found this in a Shackleford uh, newsletter in the Quadrilateral, okay. which is a great, great Subscribe. year review research. Yeah. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just interesting because like Lydia Ko had her worst year, like this yeah. awful, awful year, and it was just, I like read that and I was like, whoa, that seems like a like a, about that. Yeah. something newsworthy when you look back on the year from here. Like it was sure. kind of just like a nothing story. It's like oh, but like they, she has just a terrible year, and she fired her coach and caddy in like this time last year. Done that many times, revolving door, and then this year she didn't even make it to the top yeah. sixty race to CME. So, all right, interesting. T- Tiger announces he's playing Riviera. Huge news, obviously. Um, yep. Yep. Brian Brian Ferentz, uh, the scoring <laughs> the, sc- the scoring mandate came to be this week. Oh, a little Big Ten <laughs> football. Yeah. I like that. So it just, just something I stumbled across the the twenty five points per game scoring mandate for Iowa Iowa's uh, offensive coordinator came it's to contractually be this obligated week. Now. Contra- yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's why he's on the sidelines wearing no logo gear. He's not wearing Iowa football gear on the sidelines at this point because he's he's oh, lost his really? job. Yeah, he was logoless. He was logoless oh, the last that. two weeks. I didn't um, know that. Interesting. One other little note. Uh, the shed walls might have gone up this week or were in discussion of going up. It was I saw a picture I tweeted of uh, of the, the shed cleaned out walls going up this week. So the shed went from a, a hostage, you know, situation to potentially walls. But I think like electric, it might have gotten delayed. Outlets. Outlets yeah. were like maybe. Uh, but I think I if I think back, electric went went in before the walls went up better yeah you got you can't close it up before you put the because i saw like two weeks and the next i know that much about contracting you gotta have the plumber you gotta have you can't close it up so this was shed renovation season right around now there's some images like in this i was like stumbling upon a research of like january it was like it has come a long ass way from whatever in the, these last you know eight nine months. So it's somebody come a long came way. in. Somebody, uh, I was on a call yesterday, and, or two days ago, and the people had been in the shed, been in it. Yeah. And then on the call, they were like, "Wait, are you in the shed?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, you just you nice. just hit, yeah. didn't see this. You didn't see this angle. You know, yeah, they had only been a, pr- a privy to like poking their head in." Right. Right. Good. 
Good. All right. Does that do it for Phoenix? That's it. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Bryson down the way. The Bryson boxes. The Bryson. The Bryson. The that was. I had completely forgotten about just him getting buried. That was one of the great sort of news stories that you could write. There was like real commentary from sources. There was history. And he didn't say anything mean about Bryson, but you read those 800 words and the guy was buried under the ground without saying anything mean about him. So, um, all right, let's go to the Genesis Invitational. We're going back to back designated events. Um, Genesis Invitational. This was the week. Thirst bucket of the year is captured and it's by none other than Andy Johnson himself. Just hoopla about Andy appearing every, you know, my research, I didn't even go look at every clip I pull up. There you are in the background. There's this one of JT and Tiger kind of knowingly smiling at each other in 18 (laughs) after Tiger just poured in his third straight birdie. And then there's you in between them, directly in between them in the background, just smiling yourself you are getting popped left and right. Tron's like saying, you know, I got, you're influencing I got your face off. I got popped by people inside the rope. I was getting popped by players saying that yeah. I got more co- TV coverage <laughs> than everybody but Tiger. Thirst bucket of the year candidate uh, and winner, Andy Johnson at Riviera. I think it was that first round, that Thursday round. You just ended up in the back of every shot, it felt like. Um, a, f- a funny, funny anecdotal story on that that I don't think I've ever shared. So I, after Friday's round, I'm like, I'm in the, I was leaving on Friday afternoon and I was like, I, I was, I was packed up. I was ready to go get like an Uber and hit the airport. I think I hit that or drive, hit the road. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take, I had to, I had to go to the bathroom and I'm going down and literally um, I go down like to the there's like another bathroom in the clubhouse and Rory is coming through the the door at the end of the hallway and it's got he's got the Netflix cameras with him. <laughs> and like I'm just like trying to duck into the bathroom and he yells down the hallway, Oh, just trying to find the cameras again. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just it was just that was I couldn't escape the cameras that week. I was trying to stay out of them. I was hanging out. I was hanging out with my friend Rob Lowe that week too. Well, yeah, there's there's videos or images of you and KVV talking to Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe. You had a lot of a lot of questions about Rob Lowe. It was pretty good stuff. You also talked about a wild encounter on the Riviera Steps. Did you run into Lanto himself on the steps? I believe I, right. Yeah, I, I witnessed Lanto coming up the hill. It was just. It was kind of unbelievable. It was of all the all the things seeing Tiger live that week. Probably one of my my biggest memories will be that historic moment of watching Lanto go up Climb the, the steps, <laughs> go up the steps at Riv. A past uh, bugaboo for him. A past complaint. All right, let's. This is not really in chronological. We're going to bounce around. You know what? Um, I gotta what? say this. I I think I was just thinking about this. I think the problem these PGA Tour players. They all live in the swamp or the desert. They they aren't they aren't hiking up hills very often. No, if these flat. guys live, yeah. yeah, if they lived in a hillier spot, if they lived in DC, if they you know spent some time in DC, there's some big hills there. If they spent some time in uh, in San Francisco, they wouldn't have this problem with the Riviera Hill. It's not a big deal if you're used to going up and down. Yeah, 
Yeah, maybe exchange the tax break for a, a hill or two. Maybe yeah. change, change up your location. Then you wouldn't um, be as winded at, at Riviera. Uh, what else? We'll bounce around. Adam Scott is elected to the PAC chairman this week. TGL adds a couple gold medalists. Big announcement. TGL adds Xander and Justin God, Rose. I can't believe you got, you're medals. doing all the, the, the TGL stuff. I, I'm, I'm not, not doing a lot. I just thought they talked think, about the gold. I think Homa, demanded the silvers. Homa and somebody Stop else up. got announced either at Honda or Scottsdale. I omitted it from this. You just I just neglected yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, we have we are, have a lot of questions at this time. Will Zalatoris, top 10 player in the world, I think, or close. Gets draws a pairing with JB Holmes, and we're like, "What?" You know, JB, and then another slow player. I don't remember who the third was, but it was like Zalatoris. We've got all these marquee groups, top like twenty of the world is all at Genesis, best week of the year, and then Zalatoris gets paired with JB, and I think another pace car. And this leads to the divergence of, of talking about JB's pool with with the the wiener, the the penis pool that becomes yeah. another subject. I think we talk about that every week at Riviera and share the screenshots, the overheads of, you know, from his reality show when he was on. You won't believe a makeover pool or whatever it is. So Will Zalatoris gets jammed with the JB Holmes pairing. I think he misses the cut <laughs> promptly. Um, James Hahn, I think, did a podcast with the Fire Pit Pod. And he suggested DJ playing around with his excellency could change the course of human rights, which I just don't think is plausible. He suggested DJ playing a golf with his excellency, Yasser, or not Yasser, uh, maybe Yasser, maybe it was MBS, uh, would change how they feel about human rights because DJ might have an objection there too. Um, What else do we have? This was like full swing week. We'll get into that a little bit. I don't think we need to cover it a ton. So people are talking all about full swing and it's a reality show. But you talked about Phoenix and how like, holy crap, this was such a good launch of the signature events. This week was like, there was just like a dichotomy. Like the real deal product was as good as it gets against that reality show. Like sometimes we don't need a cut and paste reality show which i'm not suggesting is manufactured sometimes just watching the golf and its main characters is a great reminder of kind of why we love a the sport but also why we love the peach why we love the professionals sometimes why we love watching the professionals on whatever (laughs) event or tour um and, and thursday and you can probably attest to this as well as anyone being there was one of those rounds that sort of fills up your tank or refills your tank on why you like that right you had rory jt and tiger kind of in this sort of almost of course they're friends but it felt like three friends out there like playing like a late like twilight round they're going nuts they're all going low tiger finishes birdie 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 i believe yeah to shoot like 69 or something rory shot a i want to say like a 66 but they're all doing it different ways right they're all well, hitting different shots different trajectories t- tiger tiger was out driving rory Yes. Roy makes a comment like maybe I have to turn down my driver yeah. a degree. He's blasting JT, past JT. This was like the first bad sign of, of maybe a bad year to come for JT because he was getting outdriven by like 40 by these guys. He was just like right. slapping around. It was right. not not a good showing for JT. So I, I just say like this week, there wasn't like a ton of like the the sort of irreverent stuff, but that was like my one takeaway was that Thursday round was like really something special to like, God, and it's a first round too. It's not necessarily the, the at the wire of like, holy shit, this is like a great product. This is so fun to watch, whether you 
like Rory or like Tiger or don't like them. It was a really good show for the PGA Tour, what it actually is supposed to be. Um, well, that's the thing. That's I just like keep going back to this with with where we are in golf, right? Is if we just have the best players playing 20 times a year. I think that's what golf needs to be. But there's this like you know, that's what like the highest level of pro golf should be, right? Get yeah. the best players and have them play together 20 times a year. Um so Tiger and talks have, about it and have promotion and relegation from that. Like, yeah, I, I don't think it's that complicated. Right. But it's it, it's complicated to unravel. And it, it's like, here's the thing is if you get three billion dollars or whatever the number is um, from from investors that you get that money to be able to do this, to unravel everything, to say, hey, we're not doing this TV deal anymore. And, you know, hey, we're not doing the FedEx Cup. That's what the money's for. Unravel it all. And get to a point because like I, you saying this, like I'm thinking back to Riv now. That was the Thursday, Friday was unbelievable. Watching Tiger like grind to make a cut was awesome. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know, he yeah, didn't have it the that. second day. Like, but yeah. it was like, God, like you're just like it was electric out there. And it's in and, and the same thing with with the week before with Scottsdale. You get Rom and Scheffler. You have Xander in the mix. You had Spieth pop his head in there, right? Like you had this just awesome tournament. And then you have Nick Taylor who rises up, you know, a good player, but not a great player rises up and is the one that's challenging, like one of the best players in the world down to the finish, right? Like it's not complicated. Just get the best guys and get them out there 20 times and, and don't have and have everything else be really meaningful for who plays up, right? Have people like it would be a fascinating storyline if JT had gotten relegated this year and was now playing all these fall events, trying to get back up into the the top 60 or whatever you want it to be. Yep. So this was a, this was a really cool special Thursday that we maybe we forgot about now, but it, but it was just fun. It was just like, why, why, why I love watching the pros, you know, separate recreational game too, even. Um, Tiger talks wistfully, quite honestly, about it. The day, the experience, the evening. Yeah. He finished with three straight birdies. And he talked about how it was a great, uh, it was two great friends talking about Rory and JT, unbelievable pairing, and two great loops on the bag. Talking about Joey. Think about what happened with Joey later and Rory later in the year. He's talking about Joey and Bones uh, and Harry. Just talking about how great it was to be out there to scoot and get scoot it and get it around. Because they were hitting a bunch of different shots, especially late as it got cold. I think 17, they were just, just they got to the hole like three different ways. I think you even wrote, there's no one I like watching himself strategize his way around a golf course more than Justin Thomas after after watching him on Thursday. So it's just a really cool deal. What I love um, about JT, just thinking back to that, is like how he will play out to an edge to get a, to get a wedge. Like in that, I mean, that the three quarter wedges are just amazing. Right. Yep. You know, like yep. watching him play, it, it is it's super fun. I hope he gets his form back because he's just so, so fun to watch. Um, um, so so Tiger grinds to make the cut on Friday, then makes the cut, then has his best Saturday rounds really since his car crash. He shot 67. And jo- Joey's talking about how we talk about the leg a lot less than ever. 
Um, you know, this is this is it's all trending in the right direction. This is as good as he's felt. I mean, uh, Tiger talks about how you know he has to change his socks and quote his padding a lot more and shoes more. But there's like a ton of optimism coming out of the Saturday 67. Like this is different than last year when he can barely like walk come Saturday or he, he just misses a cut or he, he WDs at Southern Hills. WDs, I think at the, op- or he guess he didn't make, what you know what I'm talking about, right? Saturday was always like one that totally ran out of gas. So there's all this optimism with this Saturday 67. Of course, we know the year didn't play out that way. And as we're talking in November here, we're getting the details and the reports of him down in South Florida saying he's walking better than ever. He's stronger than, than ever. He's really ramping up. He's committed to the PNC. He's doing the hero. I just, I don't know what to make of it, right? We know, like, there was so much optimism this Saturday at Riv, and, like, it, it wasn't, it couldn't last. It didn't last, right? He had to have another surgery pretty quickly. So we'll see. I, I just, I, it's something to keep in mind as we hear this again as he's starting this next comeback. And of course, we want to see him see him be out there and play well. There was a really good uh, quote from him, and a great question from KVV in his pre-tournament press conference. He asked, like, are you going to play 50 Masters? Like, do you see yourself being a ceremonial golfer? He's like, no, I will not play a bunch of Masters. But then he's like, no, no, no. But do you see yourself like being an ambassador for golf? He goes, in our sport, there is no contact. I don't have 300 pound guys falling on top of me. Like, there's no teary press conference to say I'm done. And he goes, I have not come around to the idea of being, and then he just pauses and stares at this guy. It's like, he's sorting out who he is anymore or what he wants to be. Like he's going through his head. If I'm playing, I'm playing to win. He's not yet ready. Like the guy can barely walk anymore. He goes, if I'm playing, I'm playing to win. I'm not yet uh, ready to be this ambassador, just this pure ambassador like Arnie at the end. I know that players have played and tried to be an ambassador for the game and tried to grow the game. I can't wrap my round, my mind around that as a competitor. If I'm playing in the event, I'm going to try and beat you. I'm there to get a W. I don't understand how making a cut is a great thing. Um, I, if I enter an event, it's always to get a W. There will come a point in my time when my body will not allow me to do that anymore, and it's probably sooner than later. But wrapping my head around that transition, being in an ambassador role and just playing, just being out there with the guys, no, that's not in my DNA. I flip my hat around, become a player, and I want to get that W. So, like, I thought that was really uh, – I mean, he's, he's at these sort of crossroads right now. And then he played Thursday, and it was kind of like just being out there with the guys. Of course he's competing, but he got that birdie, birdie, birdie finish. But it was like he was wistful about the experience of just being there too. So I don't want to get too heavy into the Tiger stuff, but this was the one week we saw him, right? And, yeah. and so he's talking about his future and where he's at. And, and that was a big moment where he stares and stops during the middle of his uh, of his answer and wonders like, eh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to be like just an ambassador. So, um, all right. Some other stuff that happened. Liv signs Lee, uh, Danny Lee, Brendan Steele, and Thomas Peters. This was the big week. Peters was kind of yeah. pissed off. He didn't get a spot. I think he was maybe 34th in the world. You know, all yeah. the top players in the world are at the event. A- a- Excel um, event, too. An Excel event, right? Excel host via Tiger, you know, manages it, and, and Peters was repped by Excel. Then, then but- one of Steiny's un- underlings went to, to dump him the next week. And he went to live. Peters yeah. by Monday, I think. Peters had said he's going to live. 
Um, there was like questions like Luke Donald had a spot. He was 550th in the world or something at the time. He got an exemption or he got one of the spots. And they're like, how are you not have Peters, who's the top 50 player right now or a top 40 player? Also, so also that, one NCAAs at Riv. Right. And then, that, yeah, there was a lot that came out about that Peters transition later on. Like, yeah. What happened with Excel? There's a there's a ton of uh, sort of whatever rumors around that. Um, we'll leave that out for now. Um, what else? Mean Dean Burmeister leaves, goes to the Stainers, and we do our Stainers. Stainers, Stainers, Stainers. There's like a video of Louis flipping burgers or something <laughs> on his grill, talking about the Stainers. So they got Mean Dean to round out their South Africans, uh, South African squad. Ernie's Ernie's not happy. The next week, I didn't. It did. It didn't make my list of things. But Ernie then talks about how how upset he is because none of them consulted with him. Like none of them talked to him about it. And he was like, you know, I oh, I took really? these guys under the wing. I flew them around in my plane when they were coming up. You know, and they didn't even give me a call to to talk about it. Um, Interesting. Which you know, he's like, I'm not upset that they went. I'm just upset that they you know kind of turned their back on 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 me. Interesting. Um, Peter Costas has a random tweet that everyone had fun with. Please do not use the word all caps world in any rankings, statistics, or comparisons unless all players in the world are included. Thank you. Just when, like <laughs> when did the exploding driver come? I don't know. Was that this past year or was that a prior year? I think it was this year. It was probably around the rollback. We'll get to it maybe. And around the players. Well, that was the week after the players. <laughs> Thank you. It just signs off. Uh, Bernard Langer uh, beats Hale Irwin's record. And the Piss Bear won on the European Tour, which we were very happy about. The Piss Bear makes his way all the way back to the mountaintop. How about that statue in in, uh, the Netherlands? (laughs) That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, The Ladies Euro Tour is at the the Aramco Saudi thing, and it's that's like a big debate. Like, should we be giving them as much shit as we give the men? Probably yes. I think Lydia Ko might have won it, actually. Um, and had the same exact purse, total unicorn in golf, where the same exact purse as the Saudi International the week prior for the men. 5.1 million payout. Uh, a lot of drama on the fourth hole, right? With the Kikuya ahead of the, in the, uh, the run up on the fourth hole. People are hollering about the fourth hole being a bad hole at Riviera because you can't get it close, right? You either the play is to just leave it short or it gets stuck up in the Kikuya. So people are saying the fourth is a bad hole. There was the usual drama around the 10th being a bad hole. Um, and Garrett wrote about the fourth. And, and if you could have a have an approach area, maybe not be that Kikuya, it makes it yeah, a little better. People tough, calling it bad. Tough, tough week think, for the Kikuya. I think Joey Joey Data, Lamagna said, is one of the worst holes on the PGA Tour from a statistical perspective uh, of outcomes. Um what else? Rory said designated events. So we're getting in designated events. Who's going to be invited to these, right? This is still up in the air. Rory says they won't be a closed shop. The tour is built on meritocracy. If you shoot the scores, you can move up levels and play the biggest events. That's not going to be taken away. You are shouting about the cut. Everybody's shouting about the cut at this point. They hadn't come out with the full details yet, but you, you wrote an article about who should be in the field, how you would build, build the field, like top 50 in FedEx Cup or the world. Um, what else happens? Mito, Bassey, and Burmeester go to live. Uh, ESPN Plus said Jim Bones Mackay was a longtime caddy for, quote, the one we don't speak of. 
which gets pounced on by the live bots. Like, what do you mean? We can't even say Phil's name anymore on, on a broadcast. I forget who was on the call, but said the one we don't speak of was how we called up uh, with uh, Phil Mickelson. Um, <laughs> there was that live video promo video with the little girl, like the 12 year old girl saying, who should I root for? And then all the players jump in and say, you know, yeah. come f- support the high flyers. The stingers. And the girl was that Tron was all over this. The girl was then like seen in a sort of allegedly candid video of, of Sergio giving autographs to people. So it was another social catnip. The same actor for their ad was going to act like a, a candid social media video. Oh, here's Sergio giving some fans autographs. So Tron matched up the actresses, like the 12-year-old actress. So look at this. They've got crisis actors act, asking for autographs. So that was the big ad in <laughs> Live this week. Um, what else happened this week? Full Swain launched. It was, it's like fully out there. I don't know. They were doing press conferences in the, in the media center. Oh, that's They're right. Real. There was a lot on that. You know, Brooks Brooks's quotes there's, come out. There's about, a full there's a full swing uh tent activation on the on site. Yeah. We'll probably get that again this year. He said, I'll be honest with you, I can't compete with these guys week in, week out, is what uh Brooksy said. There's the Rory. I thought like these scenes, like in hindsight, there's a Rory scene at East Lake that comes out with Andy Pazder, who's no longer with the tour, about, you know these need to be mandatory. If I can play them, so can you. So there's like a lot of digestion of these scenes that comes out. And now they're all very different. Paz, are not there anymore. It's not mandatory. Um, Brooksy became a big one for that. Brooks um, won a major. <laughs> right. Yeah, he said, I can't compete with these guys anymore. And then would, would win a major uh, later on. What else happened here? Um uh tiger the tiger <laughs> tiger did the tampon joke yeah handed the tampon to jt uh immediately apologized it was supposed to be all fun and games obviously it hasn't turned out that way it was just friends having fun if i offended anybody in any way shape or form i'm sorry it was not intended to be that way i forget when that was i guess probably it was the, i think the ninth, second round yeah ninth hole or something like that um what else happens this week? Oh, Hovland asked if he could get TIO relief on the tee box of 15 because the tour tried to tried to jam him and put one of their big mobile his, scoreboards yeah, for in that gap. Path. Yeah. yeah, so he cuts that corner on 15 or plays up, I guess it would be. Is that 17 coming back the other way? Try Like kind of yeah. in between 15 and 17. And uh, he says, can I get TIO relief? With the scoreboard in my way. And they laugh and say no. But he still plays up and over the scoreboard most of the days. I think the last day he does not. Um, John Rahm, your eventual winner, uh, got one of the all-time breaks for an eagle on 17. I don't oh, know. He I just flares one hard out to the right on 17. Like incredible mini golf. And just like goes right off the board, funnels down to the pin for like a I don't know, a two foot Eagle putt just, to, to, just wipes this, you know, uh, hybrid or something. It goes off the bank. Uh, he says, nobody, Rom is not allowed to have his temperamental moment. He has to be good on the golf course for the next three months after that break. He'd eventually win. Um, what else happened? 
Homa's uh, in like tears at the after. Yep, we got losing. Homa and Homa and Rom really battle down the stretch. And, and Rom talked about the importance. He got the T box on him on fourteen. Um, he caught Rom on the front nine. They're in the last group. He birdied tenth, uh, birdied thirteen. But then Rom kind of puts the gas down. Played played an incredible final round. Homa in tears, like a really awesome moment again. After he's like, "Look, I won this, but it was." Um, it was a pandemic year. None of my friends and family were here. This event means so much to me. I thought I could do it in front of them. I'm going to win it again, and I'm going to do it in front of them. But he was in tears afterwards, like kind of a, a cool uh, cool moment after after coming up short, just really close. Um, Rom ascends to number one in the world, finally. That had been like a big talking point, obviously, with all his wins at Amex, his wins at Kapalua. Why is he not number one? Scheffler takes it at Phoenix. Rom takes it the next week. Um, what else happened? Um, JT, last to hold out on go, uh, going for the 10th green caves over the weekend and starts yeah. just launching one. Becomes the last player to not lay up on 10. Rob shoots 65 on Saturday with that eagle I talked about. Um, what else happened? <laughs> Louis Oosthuizen in a now-deleted tweet, which I can't remember the exact specifics of. Louis Oosthuizen asked people for their opinion on, I think, what the Stainers should do, but then closed the replies. So he asked people, he solicited people for opinions on, like, how should the Stainers do this, but closed replies because this was a moment when guys were just getting, they were getting popped if they were on live. So I was like, it's like asking a question from the, your followers, but then closing replies is, is not the, the exact strategy. So you just forced social media disaster. Um, Golf Channel compares Rob and Seve's career, like Rom, great player, but compared this career by PGA Tour wins, which you had some fun with. Like Seve's PGA Tour win, like I don't know, that's probably that's not an the encapsulation way to of, of yeah. Seve. <laughs> I think is he when he passed his his PGA Tour wins. Yeah, something. Yes, something where they could be compared at this point, but you know, Rom's very early in his career. Um. There was a ton of TIO issues. TIO, uh, Rom smashed one into like the the sort of the, I think PFT commenter called it like a FEMA camp. It looks like that that's area behind three. It's just like all these shipping containers. It's like they like station everything and got TIO relief from that. Burns, I think, got TIO relief, sketchy TIO, TIO relief on 17. And you, had, of course, had Rom just bank shotting eagles on 17 so a lot of drama around that like Riviera's not playing the way it should be with all this, these infrastructure around it um there was a <laughs> this was a Brentley tweet there was a Roy McElroy fun facts graphic on the uh on the broadcast it said supports Manchester United left school at age 16 to focus on golf enjoys playing with dad Jerry in South Florida and that's it. That was Rory's fun facts. <laughs> Brentley tweeted, I think that about covers it. <laughs> left six, uh, left school at age 16, likes Manchester United. Rory sort of had to run back. playing golf with his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Rory sort of had to run back his dead in the water comments from the year prior at Liv, right? Uh, at, uh, sorry, at Riv, right? That was like a big topic. He's like, look, like I took people at face value. They left. Uh, what their word at face value, they left. So people were pouncing on that a lot this week. Um, we'll see. He said, we're in a lot stronger spot right now. I'm for better or worse. He said, I'm on the PGA tour board. So I have some knowledge and, and power of what happens, uh, for better or worse. And we'll see, we're in a much better, stronger spot. 
Um, Morikawa played 10, mic'd up. People loved that. The continuation of these walk and talks, number 10 at Riv, was about as good as it gets. Um, speaking of Ken Tackett at the prior event, um, John Paramore, sadly, passed away. So this was a big one. We all celebrated John Paramore. We brought up old quotes of him shouting about Green's books, de-skilling the game, him actually enforcing pace of play. As we as we talk about all these random machinations to like pops and the SAT or whatever it is, all you need is a John Paramore type, RIP, to actually enforce pace of play uh, instead of bending over backwards and coming up with all these new formulas. Um, what else happened here? Uh Eh, big one was the judge ruled for the PIF like that Yasser could be deposed. And so this yeah. probably hastened kind of the agreements. It was when the ju- American judge said, you know, Yasser, you don't have the whatever international immunity. Um, I think that does it for Riv. Rom, Rom Homa down the stretch was another just doozy after the, the week in Phoenix. So let's All go right. to Honda. On to the Honda and the start of the live and live Mayakoba. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember right. who won the who won the Honda? Uh Chris Kirk, I think. Eric yeah. Cole and Chris Kirk were battling. So. Great, great. Honestly, like was a great Sunday watch. Um Yeah, it was. I'll, we'll do the Honda real quick because it's not much uh, on the Honda. Then we'll get into the the real yeah. fun of the week. Live. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um so Chris Kirk outduels Eric Cole. Um and Kirk went for two on 18. It was like kind of a questionable two. He, yeah. he was up one. Yeah. He goes for two and he hits the rocks and the ball ricochets and almost hits the car that's in the middle <laughs> of the pond. <laughs> that's right. Didn't we get some intel about that? <laughs> that? That somebody hit it when the pro-am? Somebody yes. almost like... yes. We did. We did. So that was that was just a humorous moment in the final round. Um, there's like a, a ton of Laura Ba uh, content, uh, Eric uh-huh. Cole's mom. It's just like uh-huh. every other, every, you know, there's so much Bobby Cole, Laura Ba content. Um, yep. He wins in a playoff uh, over Eric Cole with a birdie on 18. Uh, obviously, everything that went th- with, with um, Chris Kirk, was you know you know it just was a very good story feel good Sunday there were no top fifteen players in the field and unlike like a lot of discourse in years prior because the Honda's been getting battered and they're no longer the title sponsor um, mm-hmm. a lot of discourse about how how bad it was this time it was like hey this is actually good this provides context of what this event is this is an event yeah. that like is the guys that aren't in the designated event. And it was actually kind of like a breath of fresh air that the the discourse around the event wasn't like, this is the same as Riviera the week before. It's not. It's not the same. This is just a week where um, players are afforded the ability to, to try and play up, you know, and, and mm-hmm. raise their stature. And it was really nice. Uh, SI releases their golf rankings. Oh, God. I forgot and it just they just get absolutely hammered yeah they got they got crushed on this one so, so it was released in in the hopes of like oh we're going to be this golf ranking that rates the live players and everything and there's a lot of fishy stuff with the SI golf coverage of live just in general you know who's asking for this type coverage um 
And the the thing that everybody just hammers them on is distance per shot is a is a key oh, ranking metric oh, I forgot about in the world's rankings. Distance per shot is like one of the most vital parts of the ranking. Right. An right. insane, insane thing. So it's just like it's ridiculed. It is um it is just, you know, and this of course comes at the launch of Live. For the year, it's you know. I wonder DPS, who. Yes. Yeah. Distance per shot. Yeah. And this was when SI was. Yeah. Somehow I had the budget to go to Thailand, go to Jeddah, covering. I don't know. So the distance per shot SI golf rankings. Okay. So live relaunches in Mayakoba. Um, we talked about. Garrett wrote a piece in the newsletter that I thought was uh, quite interesting. He wrote a piece about the signings in the offseason under the context of what Norman said heading into the offseason, how they were going to sign seven of the top 20 players in the world. They signed Thomas Peters, Mito Pereira, Bassi Munoz, Brendan Steele, Danny Lee, and Dean Burmeester. None, none, of, which, none of which were top 20 players. So they went from seven... Perhaps the greatest piece of content. I will reshare this. I will share a link to this because I was cackling while rereading it. Okay. The greatest piece of content. Do you remember what it is? The greatest piece of content written about about golf in 2023. Um no. Live Mayakoba? Was it about the was it I was it I remember there was a big hype video about the carving station at the no. uh, at the. What was the piece of content? What is it? The greatest piece of content was a Golf Digest Middle East article about oh, <laughs> written by Mike McAllister about how all the off-season deals went down. On and live. Do you remember Mike, this piece of content? No, Mike McAllister also like. Works for LiveGolf.com. Yeah, Yeah. he's writing all the press releases for LiveGolf. But he writes a piece about how all the off-season deals went down. How all the... Like, it's the week of the event. This is how all the player movement happened. All the free agency. All of it. So this is how the article starts. The article starts like this. (laughs) Peter Uline was on the practice screen at LiveGolf Bangkok last October. Hoping to get a this feel for the greens at Stonehill. Okay. A brand new course unfamiliar to nearly every golfer in the field that, that week. Suddenly, he was approached by Dustin Johnson. This was no friendly chit-chat. Consider it a business meeting. <laughs> hey, DJ said, don't sign anything. We may have a spot for you next year. Later on, Uline, Brooks's team, obviously was very successful. We had a win and a good week, Miami week, Uline explained in a recent interview. But the four aces are the four aces. <laughs> Uline, who grew up in New England, then offered up this analogy to describe the lure oh, of playing for the four aces. Oh, it pains me to say this being a Red Sox fan, but the four aces are like the Yankees, right? When the Yankees call, you answer. He said, <laughs> oh, my God. So it, it goes I into detail on this. all oh. all the player movement. It's incredible. It's incredible. And I just like I'm I'm reading through this and I finally I get to the wolf snippet where wolf and this is this is unbelievable given the year of of Matt Wolf and Team Smash. Uh-huh. 
Matt Wolf, we've been playing a lot, practicing, kind of spending time together, Wolf said. I think there's something to be said about getting close with the players on your team, Smash. Uh, obviously, you want to win as a team, but it gives you a little extra when you know them a little bit more personally. The team environment is especially important for Wolf, who didn't uh, who didn't really enjoy the ahem, lone wolf st- lifestyle oh, so God. prevalent on the pro- professional tours. He loves hanging out and competing with his buddies, knowing others on the course have his back. Did the, did his teammates have his back this year? Uh, don't think that panned out quite. It's like team atmosphere quite quite developed, like we thought. We talked about it being the most fun he's ever had playing golf, said Uline. And this is coming from a kid who finished second at the U.S. Open in 2020. You'd think that would be a good time, but golf can be very lonely. It can be very difficult. We just have more fun playing now. Didn't sound like Wolf had a lot of fun this year. Uline also believes that Smash is a perfect landing spot for Wolf. I know. <laughs> here's, here's a great quote. I know Brooks will look after him, which is good. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I what think, a receipt. I think that's what Wolfie needs. What a fine, incredible receipts we have on this one. Give him whatever. Brooks will look after him. He sure did. He looked after him. The article of the year, in my yeah, opinion, that's good. The Yankees comes from Golf Digest yeah. Middle East. There's a Four bunch of Taylor Talor is featured. All the player movement is explained, you know, and and there are these deep backstories about how all of, all the players found their way. It's incredible. It, it is a cherished read that I spent. You know, it was late. I was doing research late at night, and it just. Yeah. You know, I needed the little extra push, and this provided <laughs> getting getting imagine. through this week. I um, imagine. Oh, it's just incredible, incredible, incredible article. Uh, yep. During their pre-tournament press conference, Patrick Reed, Dustin Johnson, Pat Perez, Peter Uline were asked about how being part of a team changes the way they approach competition. And DJ goes, it doesn't. Like you said, golf is very individual. As far as preparing differently, I definitely don't do anything different. So just a <laughs> shot at the team format. Wasn't part of the OWGR denial that like Bassey or someone admitted to like lagging a putt that yes. normally would have gone at harder because he was thinking about the team? All right. Yeah. Um, the RNA removed an, an exemption that previously gave spots in open championships to players on the most recent Ryder Cup and President's Cup teams. Uh, so that, that will have an impact oh. on future, uh, events. So obviously you had like Mito and, and Bassey yeah. from president's yeah. cup. So they yep. get, uh, DJ and Sergio are done with Adidas as they roll out their live team uniforms. Their ship Shipnuck was down there and he tweeted about how cute the magic sticks looked in their team outfits. Oh, and then Pat, mad. yeah, Pat Perez got in his grill about it. Oh Yeah. All right, let's get to Sergio. This was a good week for Sergio. Okay. I love that you don't remember this because you had a lot lot of fun with it. So Sergio tells James Corrigan that his friendship with Rory is in peril because of Rory's lack of maturity. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I did forget about this. (laughs) So he said, I think that we've done so many things together 
and had so many experiences that for him to throw it away just because I decided to go to a different tour, well, it doesn't seem very mature, lacking maturity, really. But Rory's got his own life and he makes his own decisions the same way that I make mine. I respect his choices, but it seems like he doesn't respect the ones I make. So it's a one-way street. This just opens up Sergio. Everybody, everybody goes down the hits of of Sergio's trials and tribulations. There's lots of people tweeting out him in the bunker at Royal Greens. There's uh, lots of beef back to the video of uh of him you know dressing down the 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 rules official and 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 potomac CTC, for, yeah yeah and, and then there's uh you know the fried chicken remarks like everything comes up with sergio and and just the maturity comment really just opens him up for yeah just take a beating sergio the great respecter of everyone else's decisions but no one respects my rory doesn't respect mine okay I forgot about that. The live golf team picker is is rolled out. Oh no! Who's your team? Based answer a personality quiz, right? <laughs> like, do you like reading books or watching TV? That means you're a Smash fan or something like that. All right. What that. motivates you? Winning, improvement, teamwork, fun. I mean, what, it- which animal do you identify most with? <laughs> <laughs> what were the choices? Do you want the choices? All right. Yeah, hippo. Bear, dolphin, eagle, wolf, ram, stallion. Oh my god. Which shot gets you out of your seat? The booming di- uh, drive, the pin seeker, the spectacular save, the unmakeable putt. Was it makeable <laughs> or unmakeable? <laughs> How do you celebrate a winning putt? Composed wave, team high fives, fist pump, go wild. <laughs> Pick your ideal golf course. This was a great one. Mayakoba, Sentosa, Cedar Ridge, <laughs> the Grange. No. What, col- what color speaks to you? Blue, cool, red, warm, green light, black, dark. Uh, and then what's your golf favorite golf shirt style? Classic, stripe, pattern, or loud? Oh my god. And based on this, you what would be music set up with gets you in the zone? Hip hop, rock, country, dance, pop, or classical? I need to see this algorithm. We need to see like the different pathways of if then. What are you ordering in the nineteenth? In the nineteenth, what's in the nineteenth? In the nineteenth hole? <laughs> On nineteenth Street, <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich, chicken club sandwich, barbecue pulled pork, or ice cream sandwich. You Wait, I thought it was gonna be drinks. <laughs> what <laughs> sandwiches? I just, I just answered again randomly. I got the fireballs. I believe the first go around, you got the cleeks. I got a cleeks naturally, and I was the rippers. Okay. God. <laughs> CH3 runs away with the live event. It was just an awful. He was up eight like all day. Just dominates. And it was just like, what a disaster of a first (laughs) event. Like you wrote something about just like how this is like, there's no excitement around the like intrigue around the, and they have to win on product and they didn't all year. It was, this was just like a harbinger of, of just the, 
the issues that were going to come. Nobody cared. It clocked in. CW, the first televised round of the CW, clocked in at a 0. 0.2 overnight rating. From John Can't Aran. have that. Can't have that for your big... Uh, Shackleford had some anecdotal, so it's the CW's debut. Sacramento CW affiliate played the, the movie, the 2006 hit The Last Kiss instead of the final round of... of Lift by a coba. There were like there were reports all around the country yeah. of all yeah. the things that were on the CW instead of Live Golf. All the Live Bots were like, oh, you can download the app and watch it on the app. Um, right. right. The director of golf at El Chameleon uh, put a note in Matt Wolf's room and it, it was like all about I hope your dog, you and your dog Zeus are comfortable in your room. <laughs> the dog included. can't read the note buddy dog can't read <laughs> and it included a portrait of zeus oh i remember <laughs> they had like an ai like drawing of, of his dog god right. there was just so much there's so much on live so was it norman riding around on a bicycle just kind of yeah. going he was riding around the resort and we thought about what if Big J did that at the players just on his bike. It comes out that the Twitter account at Live Golf is unavailable and it's owned by a Welsh teenager who well, plays yeah, golf yeah. and posts and posts about her rounds. Like Livia or Olivia who yeah. just writes about golf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um the Live Golf drinking game comes out. Do you remember this? No. CW Sports Drinking Game. <laughs> oh, my God. It was pro- <laughs> promoted and created by CW? What? It seems to be in conjunction. The official CW Sports tweeted, the official rules just dropped. Hashtag live golf. Hashtag these sub- CW Sports at live golf. Here's, here's the... Uh, Here's the graphic. Birdie equals one shot. <laughs> I forgot about this. Eagle. Everybody has cirrhosis. They're dead. Eagle, two shots. Two shots of liquor? for yes. One shot of liquor for a birdie. Okay. A Cody, three shots. I can't even remember what a Cody is. Cody? A C-O-A-T-I. I don't know. C O A T I. Oh, that's the animal. If you see the animal, I think that's the animal that's running around Mayakoba. Yeah. Three shots. Three shots? They're everywhere. (laughs) You're just ripping three shots so you see the animal scamper across. Drink a glass of water. Anytime David Faraday says something ridiculous, <laughs> the, the like the small fine print of the drinking game, and yeah. everybody's like, oh, like everybody's gonna die from yeah, a birdie. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Don't remember that. Ah. Insane. Uh, yep. Lily, Lily, Vu. Moves into the uh, top top thirty of the Rolex rankings, uh-huh. and, uh huh, and and she wins. So it's just like now she's world number one, just like part of the rise. Was this Chevron? 
No. Uh, it no, wasn't Chevron. Yet. It was no, before no. Chevron. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, European tour was at DLF this week. It was a oh, lot of God. fun. <laughs> of course. Of course it was. We got some Lots intel of... on that, if I remember. Um, then uh, then Ludwig and Ludwig and Michael Thorbjornsson were duking it out on the college golf circuit. So it was like they were tied with six holes to go at I think okay. it was the Highlands event um in southern highlands and in, in in vegas so just like now ludwig think, yeah ludwig's yeah. top 30 player in the world now yep lots of complaints are starting to come in on the new pga tour website and app <laughs> just started to see some some complaints some this is trash this is awful i oh, can't believe this doesn't work and then uh it snowed in san francisco this week oh okay Big Rare. Excited. yeah, yeah, very exciting. So the the mountaintops in San Francisco were 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 had snow on them. So all right, very crazy exciting. times. That does but, it. All we right. were worried. Well, we were worried about filling an hour with this. Yeah, uh, we went here we are, an hour. an hour and a half in. But this beginning of the year oh, is always the best. Live launching the beginning of the year is always the best. I swear, it's it's we always get the most out of these events. We had. T-Gate in Dubai, Tree-Gate in Dubai, Scotty number one, Homa winning Tory, Tiger at Riv, just Range Goats rebrand, Netflix. There's just so much. The designated the, events. The middle, Rom, middle, so Golf much. Digest Middle East article. <laughs> That's a good one to bring back this time of year. All right. That does it for this Friday episode. We will be back with you. Everyone have a safe Thanksgiving travel as you listen to this, wherever you're coming to, coming from, going to. Um, enjoy your long weekend. We'll be back with you on Monday.